Hello and welcome to 27 Retail's podcast. I'm Vincent Panels. Data is a topic that nobody in retail can ignore. But do you truly understand the concept? Are retailers going in the right direction? And what about the human factor? In this episode, I chat with Edouard Bocourt from Snowflake. Together, we discuss the challenges and opportunities linked to data management. Here's our chat. Hello, Edouard. Thank you for being here. Hello, bonjour, Vincent. Uh, I'm very pleased to be with you today. Well, me too, because uh, we are going to chat about something fun, which is data. I mean, it doesn't sound fun for a lot of people, but uh, in retail, actually, it gained quite a lot of importance. Uh, and maybe let's start with, with that context. And, and it's a big question maybe to start with, but just to set up the, the, the picture for the audience, why do we so often speak about the importance of data in, in retail today? Is it because there's so much of it or, or why is it so? Yeah, good question. By the way, data is fun to me. I built my entire career on data, so hopefully it's, it's fun because uh, if not, it will be a, a miss. So data in retail. I mean, retail is at the cornerstone of multiple things at the moment, multiple revolution. We are post-pandemic. We are in the omni-channel transformation. Retailers have to adapt and to readapt to markets that are more and more sudden and changing, uh, you know, almost weekly or daily. So obviously, the data is the cornerstone of many things in the retail industry, which, by the way, is not something new. It's for a long time that retailers have to, the, the most of their competitiveness is coming from adaptation and ability to serve the right customer at the right time with the right price, the right campaign, and the right product. So you can imagine that the data and the facts are essential to this exercise. So if I hear you correctly, then, then you are kind of saying that retailers are quite mature today, or do you think that you still need to explain the importance of data in, to, to certain players today? So I will not say that we have to explain the importance of data. The most customers and prospects or retailers we talk with, they all rank data as an ultimate important topic at the board level and also in their operation. Uh, I think also, by the way, retailers have been doing a lot uh, around data for a long time. I mean, they collect tickets, they collect uh, data from their customers, they are the most often uh, in contact with the end customer. So they are already doing a lot. The caveat or what's new is the fact that their business is more and more complex. We talk about 360 customers, we, we talked about omni-canal, We talked about uh, increased competition, uh, especially coming from the e-business. Uh, we talked about patterns of supply chain with uh, products that may or may not be available at the right time. So that's, uh, yeah, it's a, a, a constant transformation uh, that uh, is required around data for them. All right, but, but then, uh, and, and to continue to, 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 to talk about this, this context and, and Basically, uh, I always wonder, I mean, I, I actually, I do know because I'm in the business, but for those who are not and listening, um, what are the possible applications uh, with data today? I mean, what does a retailer do with all the data that he has? Yeah, I mean, one of the obvious is uh, the 360, the three, what we call the 360 customer knowledge. So 
making optimization on the value chain from the production to omnicanal sales. That's an example. Okay. Uh, another example is optimization of uh, the supply chain process uh, from uh, the sourcing to uh, the delivery uh, in order to uh, increase uh, uh, the, the go-to-market and to contribute to a better customer experience. Uh, we also talk about a lot about forecast and anticipation in the retail. Uh, how do you sell with a better prediction and forecast? How do you forecast your quality control, your innovation on the product? How do you anticipate new products and so on? One of the massive topics in retail is also pricing optimization. Uh, that's something that uh, we talk quite uh, uh, weekly. Uh, and also all sorts of uh, management of uh, alerts uh, and uh, you know having automation of uh, unusual, unusual things going on on your business in order to be proactive instead of being reactive. Good. Well, so better decision making, if I if I understand you correctly, and very good that you mentioned pricing because that was the topic of a previous episode with uh, Jérôme Laurent from uh, Pricing Hub. Um, so, for the listeners who want to listen again, I invite you to do so after this one. Um, but uh, when a retailer has so much data and and does all this kind of uh, uh, better decision making and analysis uh, in order to do those activities do they need to really implement complicated cool uh, implement complicated uh, complicated tools or get their uh, personnel more educated to it uh, where, where do they stand today basically yeah i think we all suffered revolution after revolution on data system and technologies okay so mm -hmm. 20 years ago We were still at the time of uh, what we call in French entrepôt de données or data warehouse that were on yeah. SQL database into on-premise server. And then we saw because of the, the amount and the volume of data and also the performance we were waiting from it, we saw all sorts of things coming up. We have built appliance to be more performant and able to handle more volumes. We had uh, gone into the Hadoop world, which was about storing at an effective cost, but not really performing. I mean, we went through all and our retailers, customers, as well as every retailers and CPGs, by the way, they went through this multiple revolution where the complexity, the cost, and the difficulty to deploy and maintain technologies was extremely hard. And suddenly, magic happened. The public cloud gave the opportunity of never-ending performance, never-ending elasticity, never-ending possibilities of networking or sharing data in a perfect governed and securized way at a very effective cost. And that's, that's what Snowflake uh, is coming from is re-leveraging the standard of a SQL language that most of the data people knows uh, to the benefit of public cloud platform in order to provide 10 times, 100 times more performance possibilities in an easy way, a scalable way, and, and also in a, 
in a better controlled cost uh, to, to leverage data. Okay, and, and I actually wonder because in, in all this regard with the, the better performance of appliances and, and the cloud and, and everything, we should talk about the human aspect of, of the entire story here. Um, and, and I wonder, we, we just mentioned, do retailers really need to educate the personal? And, and when I mean like not just the specialists, but also everybody, because I would expect that there is a bit of mistrust sometimes when it comes to, to machines coming in to do this kind of job compared to a human doing the analysis. Yeah. So I think getting into... I mean, one of the things we are building uh, as a technology vendor is we try to define a platform which is easier and easier every day to reach out a larger audience of people. The mo really often we are saying we, get, we are getting to the business because our job is to provide customer business ability to have business outcomes, not only a technology stack. Uh, so we are making technology much more simpler than they used to be in the past, also because we want to reset the business in the middle of the field or in the middle of the game. A pricer into a retailer, a, a business controller, a finance controller, uh, whomever from marketing, these people must be the people able to leverage data, to gain insight, to deploy new use case or new application on data. We cannot afford anymore having complex stacks of technology where you need an expert for every single component. It was what it, it was the case a couple of years ago when you needed a report where you needed to, to deploy a data warehouse or any sorts of knowledge database. You needed to scope something to an IT professional that will implement with codes and development and AV development uh, an application. That's not anymore the case. We are making things much more easier. So obviously, no one will do exactly the same on the platform. The business will find out and define their use case. They will probably be in charge of the governance and uh, the business outcome of the application. And then we might have some data analyst that would be casual analyst able to go a step further. And then we may have data engineer that will be a little bit more technical and able to handle the transformation or the reconciliation of data. And then we might go a step further again with really a few professionals like data scientists that will be able to talk language that are quite rare. We talk about Python, for example. So, it's really about repositioning everyone around the data. It's not data experts that are in charge of data. It might be a pricer one day, it might be a marketer, it might be all sorts of business line. So <clears throat> if I understand you correctly, and which is a good thing, um, we shouldn't have so much mistrust because we often hear about the fact that, oh, more data and international uh, artificial intelligence means less humans on the payroll. So that is not a statement that we should basically come to. I mean, that's not the statement. It's, I, I believe that in every business in the future, data will be an important component. It used to be the time when on your CV or resume, if you were 
saying that you don't speak English, for example, or if you were saying that you are not mastering MS Excel, it will be a miss. That's yeah. the days are coming where if you are not able to say whatever is your job, a sales professional like me or a marketer, if you are not able to handle the concept of data and to, to leverage data in your business, that will be a miss. So we will leverage everyone on the data. And it might be that competencies and skills evolve a little bit, but we are not replacing humans. We are just replacing humans in the center of the game. Uh, and we are leveraging their knowledge. I mean, there, there are no artificial intelligence or no machine learning model that are replacing the pricer at Cora, for example, a customer of us, who is constantly trying to find out the patterns of a specific region uh, for a specific category product in order to redefine or refine the price. Mm -hmm. uh, there is no one at a customer like uh, Monoprix to have a better understanding of their uh, weekend promotion of uh, having three products for the cost of two, just because he knows and he, he, he is in charge of the process. And then he can accelerate or modify things easier because of a greater platform, because of some machine learnings or intelligence artificial supports. But the human is at the center of everything on that. By the way, if you look to the shortage of employment we have at the moment on around the data, If I, if I was uh, just out of my school, I would probably bet on data as my next job, whatever form it is. All right. So that, that's actually a, a good, uh, good point that the human still stays at the center of, of the game. And, and that actually brings me to, to my final question. Um, what would be your, your advice today for the listeners, uh, retailers or, or CPG companies? Uh, what would be a final piece of advice that you would like to, to leave them with? I would say, let's be pragmatic together. There are so many use cases, so many things that are uh, where we can give a try, where we can quickly find out a ROI together around data. We are not anymore in the world where we needed to build manufacturers and huge projects to have a first level of ROI and to have a first level of rendering to the business. We are in the day where we can look at a dynamic pricing project with a few people from the business and one or two IT professionals. And in a couple of days or weeks, we are able to put in production a reality of improvement of this dynamic pricing. We are able to put in place networks between uh, a CPGist, a retailer, and eventually third-party data in a couple of mandates, uh, and, and the most often without high caliber or high level of uh, data knowledge. So I would really give this advice of, if you are any sorts of business into the retail, and you are willing to improve a process or use case that is currently not leveraging the data as much as your competitor might do, give us a call and let's give a try. We look at the use case, we look at the business outcome that you want to leverage and to make 
stronger. And in a couple of days, in a couple of weeks, we can make things happen in an easy, uh, governed, securized uh, way with uh, a total cost of ownership that is sometimes five times less than what it used to be in the former world. Good. Well, thank you for that final note. I mean, and, and definitely clear that data is not a boring topic. Uh, we could talk about this all day. Uh, sadly, we're going to have to, to end the show over here. So, uh, Edouard, beaucoup, again, thank you for your participation and hope to talk to you another time. Thank you very much. Bye-bye. Well, that's all from us. And might I add, it was quite clear and precise. I hope that you guys enjoyed it. Of course, if you have any questions, requests or comments, don't hesitate to write me an email. I also invite you to check out the website 20centretail.com for more retail stories and join us next time for a new episode. In the meantime, thank you for listening.